the Alex Joshi Podcast. I'm very pleased to say my guest today is one of my oldest friends. His name is Misha, and we've known each other since Misha moved in across the street from me when he was five and I was seven years old, or maybe six and I was eight in Palo Alto. We became friends because Misha lived across the street, but we really bonded over video games. And I have many fond memories of uh, us playing various Nintendo games of different varieties. So as it happens, the video games were the topic of our conversation this time around, and it was while Misha was on a walk. So he had limited time, so that's what played. Enjoy. So uh, I, wanted to ask, I wanted to ask you, I don't actually have a topic in mind, but uh, in, the, in the wake of uh, 20th anniversary for me and James, I was curious, when... When do you recall, was it in March when we uh, became friends? In those early weeks when you first moved to Palo Alto? We moved in July. Okay. July 1989. Okay. Uh, um, I remember moving in mid-July, just before the start of the school year. And I certainly knew who you were before school started. So we must have gotten to know each other during July and August. Okay, so we yeah. so we've just just hit our we're thirty nine years then, or no, not quite, a little less than that. We'll get there. We're we're the big, the big three nine. Yeah, we're we're at thir- we're almost at thirty one. We we would have hit thirty. Uh, last last summer. Yeah, last summer. Okay. Because uh, yeah, the thirtieth anniversary of the. The Loma Prieta quake it was just last fall, and I remember your your swimming pool was affected. Yeah, yeah. That that was that seemed like a blow. It was, but I don't think it I was, don't think you had any other major damage. Right? No, no, we didn't. We didn't. Just just the pine tree swaying in the front yard, and uh, some water sloshing out of the pool, which was easily refillable. But we, we had no other no other damage. So we're coming up on our Baskin Robbins anniversary then, thirty one years. Yeah. That's exciting. Exactly. We can celebrate uh, with ice cream. At Baskin Robbins, I think we should go. Or Rick's at least. Yeah, man. You gotta get out there now and support Rick's. If you want them to stay in business, you, you gotta you gotta get them some money now. Uh, I, I did pick up from Jing Jing uh, a couple weeks ago for my birthday, and I'm looking at I'm looking hard at, at doing a Hobie's order, you know, just <laughs> yeah. just to even if it's just to freeze one of the pieces of, of the coffee cake. Yeah. Um, only three of their locations are open right now, um, and it's just for pickup, and it's just from eight until twelve. But coffee cake seems the ideal item then. A lot of these, a lot of these small businesses or medium businesses were struggling anyway. So, you know, a couple, a couple more months of this, um, probably not going to come back. Yeah. So anyway, Rick's, yeah, man. If there, if there was ever a, a particular flavor that you could only get at Rick's, I'd say get it now. Take care of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But what, what, so. It, do you, is it July or is it August then that we have our our anniversary? Like when, if you had to pinpoint it, 
what month do you think you'd pinpoint it to? I would. I mean, I, I would assign a pretty high confidence to it being July, because um, for whatever reason, I remember us moving in July twelfth. Okay. Um, that sticks in my mind. All right. And it's hard to imagine, unless you were on vacation, that we we wouldn't have we wouldn't have made contact with a neighbor, you know, the kid neighbor across the street, like right away. Yeah, it would have been uh, a couple weeks at least. Yeah, so I feel I feel pretty confident that it would have been in July. I, I, although that's that's first encounter. I don't know about friendship, you know, because we certainly had some ups and downs <laughs> in that early going. But um, mostly downs for me. Mostly downs and mostly in the pool. In the pool, off of a bunk bed. But um, now, when you and James celebrated, did you celebrate the anniversary of your your meeting, becoming friends, or are those dates the same? Well, so we had what the conversation we had, which was part of the part of the episode, was that in the in the fervor of rehearsal, while we were rehearsing the Saint John Passion. There were indicators like, oh, okay, this guy seems pretty cool. He laughs at the same jokes, has, seems to have a similar sense of humor. So, like, I originally thought he, w- uh, I was a little intimidated because he was part of the executive council for Glee Club. And, and so I, I was sort of a- approaching hesitantly because I was a freshman. He was, the you know, one of the older members. So, so I didn't quite, uh, you know, know what to think. And then in the spring... Uh, in the spring, just after the performance, or I think either just the week prior, um, was when like we met each other in the cooler, and then uh, I had occasion to say like, "Hey, man, like, uh, don't don't take this the wrong way. I'm not trying to come on to you or anything, but I think I think you're really cool. I think I think we should hang out and be friends." Like that was a, <laughs> essentially the conversation. So he's like, "Yeah, I I feel the same way. I think you're I think you're really interesting." So it was from that point we we called it, you know, the proper formation of our friendship. How long was it before you brought him back to the bunk bed and really <laughs> showed him what what was possible when when accepting friendship on your terms? Uh, we had we had an occasion. We we said two weeks later when we went out on an yet an, on another like Glee Club after dinner party, and then I. We laughed because I, I said I, I, I lowered his popularity by pulling him away from the EC <laughs> because we went out with the rest of the EC and then the two of us, we were all sitting on a big long booth. Like there was a, you know, big long booth that accommodated four tables. And then he was on the chair side, I was on the booth side, but we were on the end of this long bench. And then he and I were joking and we we made some joke that w- both of us ended up laughing for an hour continuously and like made the re- everyone else like really uncomfortable and like they didn't know what we were laughing at or why or why it was so persistently funny and so uh that if 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 we were unsure how strong the bond would be that was the day we solidified it can you think of a day where bonds were more solidly formed <laughs> playing uh on our nintendo entertainment systems with each other yeah i think that was my, my parents recognized that was a critical like vehicle for for me to attain new friends yeah i was a pretty good equalizer yeah i i had i had the mario brothers one and duck hunt and you had the unique uh super mario brothers 2 edition of nintendo yeah which was surprising to yeah, me yeah 
play as one of any four characters, right? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I think that probably was my first Hanukkah. Um, so that was that was first grade still for me. So that would have been you know fall into winter '89. I feel like I might have even gotten that as an early present. Or it might have been an early birthday present. Whatever the thing was, my, my parents decided to give it to me early. No, it's I think good. realizing that it would help me get friends. I thought it was because I don't know if they. Yeah. I, I I thought it was because your dad wanted to play it, and so he was like impatient to play, and so it it was a it was a joint family gift so that your father could crack Super Mario Brothers two sooner than. <laughs> yeah, I think you know there there were many. Uns, you know, maybe impure motives for, <laughs> for cracking the box. Um, but you know, out of that, uh, our friend, my friendship with you blossomed. So, you know, it's, it's in retrospect the right decision. I guess I, I uh, if if I had to guess, I'd say that you were squarely in the friend zone by by fall, winter, eighty nine, ninety. And there might be documentary evidence to that effect. Um, I, I I'll ha- have to go. I'll have to go through our photo albums and VHS tapes. But if if we had a Hanukkah party or a Halloween party that first year, because um, I know I've seen early footage of you in some of our home tapes, but I I think that those tapes are, are dated later. Okay. Um, I I have I distinct memories of uh, us playing Spy Hunter. Of you bringing, of course, the the inevitable burger time over. Oh yeah. Uh, what a dud. Yeah. Well, burger time was was uh, passable. We certainly had the most fun with Marvel Madness. Um, bases I, loaded. And bases loaded, where I was exceedingly frustrated at your uh, baseball prowess. <laughs> uh, I I had to I had to be contend with just the luck setting on that one. Yeah. Si- Silent scope was a was a snoozer. Uh, yeah, that uh, one was definitely for my dad. A, a submarine like a game su- that neither of us could decipher. Game. How yeah. how is it how it was a game A and B how is it supposed to be fun? Yeah, like you could look at the periscope, you could look at radar. Or you could look at a map, but I don't think there was any action or <laughs> graphics. I think what it must have been was my dad wanted to make sure that I would stop playing at least a little part of the day, so he got a really boring game so that he could have a turn. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I, rem- I remember you were quite the connoisseur of baseball games. Bases Loaded 2 was the most satisfying. There was also like RBI Baseball. Which was oh, yeah, of course. Which was less less good. Um, yeah, so so Nintendo really brought us together then. Yeah, sure, and um, as as it did so many so many young men in those days, <laughs> not not so much women, not not in our circles. Did you ever have friend, female friends over who who showed an interest or capacity for Nintendo? Like, how did how did your other friends? Not for Nintendo. Uh, I was wasn't I like the first person to beat uh, level five on on Marble Madness because you couldn't beat it the the upside down level. Surprise me! You, I mean, you had you had a really good um, memory 
for how to time the different the different jumps and, and moves. Yeah, and that you know between your inherent skill and uh, access to Nintendo Power Magazine, <laughs> there was really nothing you couldn't do if you set your mind to it. Speaking within the realm of Nintendo, I joined Nintendo Power at issue I think five or six Ninja Turtles. That was that was while I was getting casted for a surgery. That was uh, fifth grade? No, it was earlier than that. No. Well, the ar- so the arcade game, I remember you memorized and like documented all the different point totals that you could get for doing different moves or, or killing different bosses, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like where the pizza was for getting your health back, and. Sure. Yeah. Oh my crap. <laughs> so I feel like Mario has. Um, the status of Mario is relative to his, his heyday in our youth compared to other characters of the time, like Link. I'm thinking of Sonic. I, you know, I don't know what the other competitors would be from the video game realm, but I, I, I think I like is, has Mario been in front the whole time? Has, I, I think so. Yeah. I think I think Sonic was a close second, but Mario has always been the the king. The tricky the tricky thing is he, I think uh he, Mario Mario's the Coke to uh Sega's Sega's Sonic Pepsi. So Mario and Link seem to leapfrog one another every few years just just based on the strength of the video games that come out like for the Wii. So Mario was in front I think for a while, like 80s, 90s through Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers, 2, 3, you know, you jump to SNES, Super Mario World is there, I think like generally Yoshi and all the ancillary characters get the credit for that being a success. Yeah. But then like you jump to N64, and like of course at first like it's all Super Mario World, but then Ocarina of Time is like an all-timer and then with the Wii Galaxy is huge but then whatever that that swords game I don't know what it's called there was some some Link game some Zelda game Spirit of the Sky who knows what it was called the, the, very popular the boat the boat one on, on the GameCube and then the Switch it's all it's all Link again so I feel like Link has had the last couple of hits there, were, there was going to be that that Super Mario Jump, right? The Nintendo Apple collab, which I I think I played once for five minutes and didn't care. I think Mario, for some reason, I still feel like Mario is the gold standard, but I don't know what he's done for me lately. Yeah, well, because Mario was able to branch out into like party games and not just side scrollers, right? So he's always been he's always been the spokesperson for Nintendo, whereas whereas Link is squarely in fantasy and he was sort of a you know fantasy games weren't were originally only really popular in like japan and then and then link link was sort of like competing with final fantasy um but Uh and then but so then link became once once like link became sort of the the entry point for for u.s fantasy games and like, because we didn't have access to Final Fantasy, 
because like I guess for Final Fantasy in the U.S. it was like Final Fantasy one and two, and then it skips to like five, because I guess three and four were only in Japan or something like that. So, so Mario was um, more of a presenter in the Norman Y. Mineta mold. Yeah, yeah. And Link is uh, just kind of a pure, um, he speaks for himself. He's not here to mess around. He doesn't want to come to your party. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not, he's not he, there's no Link racing game. Yeah, Link. Although within the Link game. Link is like the, those, Link is like the indie punk scene. There ridiculous sideshows within his world, but you have to come into his world. Yeah. Link was like the indie punk scene of <laughs> of Nintendo. Yeah. Okay. And whereas Mario is more pop optimism, and uh, Sonic is just like EDM. Yeah. Or what's Sonic? What's Sonic? Is Sonic the, the kids' bop version? What is so- Sonic? Is just he's he's arcade. He's speed. Um. But he he had you know his pinball game. There was Sonic Spinball and oh yeah, sure. And so he he had his own uh, variety of flavors. And of course now his his film coincided with uh, the onset of the coronavirus pandemic. So <laughs> he never could get the timing right. No, never could. I wasn't I wasn't into to fantasy games either. I wasn't big into Zelda until. Uh, you know, high school when Final Fantasy VII came out. That was when I got the PlayStation. Right. But but I never, I was never a big Zelda fan all the way through. You know, I remember like every everyone else had like the gold cartridge with Zelda and Link to the Past. Um, but yeah, I was always I was always more into Mario Brothers. So if you were going to get a job offer from three different three different hiring managers. And they were all, all the same opportunity, except each hiring manager had a different tattoo on on uh, his or her arm. One had a, a Mario jumping jumping up. Another had a Sonic making his snide little, uh, you know, side-eye grin. And then the other had Link doing whatever the hell it is that Link does. Which one would you feel most comfortable working for it's it's a close call between mario and sonic but i would probably choose mario just because i think nintendo's a little older so you can go deeper into the video game past than you can with with sonic you know because sonic sonic had the benefit of the newer platform whereas mario has been there since the beginning eight well so only old enough to have gotten a tattoo within the last few years uh, let's take age discrimination out of the out of the equation okay um, it, it's it's still a, t- a tough call I, yeah. I think I think Mario edges out uh, in terms of iconic status just a little bit more I mean, you think you think you think worldwide, Son- especially with the movie now, Sonic's more recognizable than Mario is. 
Well, I think I just want to make sure I understand. You're you're basing your decision on who has chosen the most recognizable icon would be the person for whom you would most want to work. I mean, so but the... somebody who had a cross, you would take over Mario. No, I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying. I'm just saying Mario lays claim to more video game history, a longer video game history than than Sonic does by a little bit. Yeah. And so, so people that enjoy Mario would enjoy would enjoy the 8-bit era, right? But people that enjoy Sonic pro- only know video games from 16-bit era. And because original Nintendo was such a formative part of our our childhood, I I would probably say I, I relate more to to someone who can remember the 8-bit days. Sure. Well, I think we know what you need to do if you find yourself needing to work for somebody who is younger, which is you immediately need to, to emblazon yourself with, with a Sonic tattoo. Or, <laughs> a, or a, a Guitar Hero tattoo. Or what are the kids playing these days? Pa- Part of it also was I could actually beat Mario 3, where I could never actually get all the Chaos Emeralds ever in Sonic to be supersonic. I had to use the debug code to even see what it was, because I never got to see, uh, from just from a completionist point, I never got, I never, I never could do all the bonus games to like get all the Chaos Emeralds. What was the first game you remember beating? Mario 3. I couldn't. I couldn't beat the original Mario. Yeah. And I beat. And I beat Super Mario World on Super Nintendo. Um, let's see. What did I beat? Uh, and by beat, do you mean like play through completely without without cheat codes or you know jumping to the end? Uh, yeah. I yeah. I I could be I could beat Turtles too. I could beat I could play through Turtles too. I and and I remember beating that. Okay, that's pretty good. But yeah, classic games, uh Mario 3 for sure. I I was never good at Mega Man 1 or 2. Those were too too hard. I enjoyed watching them. I I beat Adventures in the Magic Kingdom. That was particularly hard. Yeah. Uh I beat you, Could you do that in any order? Yeah. You just, you just kind of go to each ride and finish it and then then what happens does old man disney come out and give you a balloon or something what what happens uh your character jumps up and down and it says uh, you did it like you're you're the you're the winner or you're the best there was there, reset. <laughs> although you had the option to play the game in any order you you did have to i found it beneficial to play through the the Every ride first, except and leave pirates last. Leave pirates and the ghost mansion last, because you would have accumulated enough uh, stars to like buy uh, continues and life ups, which you would need for the endless slogging that was Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. So just strategically, you needed the the star power from the from, from completing the other events. But I beat I beat Rocketeer with Nintendo Power help. I I couldn't have done it without the magazine's help, and 
What else? What else did I beat thoroughly on Nintendo? Spy Hunter you couldn't beat. It was an endless loop. There was no ending to that game. But I remember... But what about Marvel Madness? Yeah, Marvel Madness I beat, right? The fifth level was the last level. I think so. Yeah, with, with, with the lava, right? Something? No, that was the second to last one. Where the... With, with the trenches... Yeah, what was the last one like? You basically just had to like fall off the end and land without cracking. You only had like ten seconds to do it. What was the last one? Yeah, something like it was the ca- the one with the catapult that like throws you. So there's a YouTube video, right? Just Marvel. Mar- what, what would you search for? What's the best thing to search for? Marble Madness complete playthrough. Yeah, Marble Madness playthrough, or be like Marble Madness level five, or Marble Madness best time. Um I could I couldn't I couldn't beat the original Ninja Turtles. I could only get to level three on that one. What was the last game that you beat all the way? Most recently? It's probably uh, yeah. uh it's probably Batman Arkham City. Yeah. And that's two thousand eleven? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. No, Arkham City was two thousand 2008, I think. I think I remember coming over. You had a birthday party. Uh, yeah, that ca- that game was spectacular. I, I love that game. Yeah. I, I I I would love to see the PS4 version. I never got to see uh, the up up res PS4 version. Like I've I've wa- I've since watched playthrough videos, but I've never played it myself. Wait. But yeah, Arkham City was spectacular. Yeah. What did you think of? Uh, have you Have you seen the Perry Mason trailer on HBO? I'm sure that I haven't. I forget who's in it. I, I read about it. It It reminded me of L.A. Noir. The video game. Yeah. That's the last game I I played all the way through, I think. Um, didn't uh, you didn't you do full unlock of Grand Theft Auto? No, no, I tried to I tried to beat those games when they you know they came out and and I was in my my twenties. I really tried to do all the missions. And there were a couple that came out in my thirties that I I got probably within a year or two of them coming out and. Mostly just had fun getting getting in trouble with the cops, but I think it became harder to justify the time. Do you, you know? Do you still have your PS2 in a box somewhere? The two, I think, wasn't working. It might be somewhere. I mean, I might still have it at my dad's house in the garage, but I'm sure that it's not working. I got pretty close. I got all the way to the last mission on GTA 3, which is what, why I got the PS2. Um, I don't think I could ever beat the last mission. But um, I, I basically skipped four. So I didn't I didn't really want to get a PlayStation 3. And then I got I got a PlayStation 3 bundle that had GTA 5. I think you and Damien came over to help me christen it um, in 2013. Yeah. I, I went back and tried to beat some of the... I really liked San Andreas, actually. 
that one I think got criticized for being a little too like RPG-ish. Um, but I thought I thought it was pretty fun. But I, I remember playing the GTA's like at Elliot's house on you know on the computer I think uh, like GTA and GTA Two. I, um, I I think my most satisfying uh, completion of a game was Echo the Dolphin. Because I was I was in a body cast. Remember, I was getting uh, I was getting progressively stretched in middle school. Yeah. And I so I was in a body cast, couldn't move. So I was I was constantly playing video games. But that that story was so engrossing, and the like, and the levels were long, and like it it took a while to you know figure out where things were and how things worked, and then somehow yeah. I figured out, uh, uh, I figured out a glitch where I could have infinite air without dying so that I had like full freedom to explore and really solve the puzzle without worrying about the time pressure of running out of oxygen and so I I was I loved that game and then they started introducing like time travel and and Atlantis like out of nowhere like you think you're just exploring the oceans and then like suddenly you're 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 in Atlantis you're doing time travel then you're in space it was like oh my god and then, uh, you know, each each level had its own password, so you didn't lose your progress. So then I could, like, diligently write it down in the instruction manual, write down all the passwords. So that was... When I finally beat that game, like, that was... That was satisfying. That would have been the time for uh, Silent Scope. <laughs> Didn't didn't you have the shoulder mounted cannon for Super Nintendo? I never had a Super Nintendo. No, that wasn't me. I had the um what was the the scam that I had? I had like um like an extender. What was it called? You like had, a, a something kit. You had the radio controls controller that didn't work. It was like a <laughs> Yeah. It was yeah. it was like an infrared receiver that you're yep. you're supposed to plug into the Nintendo and we tried we were always caught up with like whatever the gimmick was and it's like this does not work at all. <laughs> no, it, it really didn't work at all. I don't know why we got it. I think again, I think my dad probably got it in, as a way to frustrate me <laughs> uh, to keep keep me from playing the game. He's like, oh, you'll be able to sit, you know sit on the couch you know wireless play uh yeah that, but then really it just prevented me from playing at all that <laughs> that technology was not perfected until the gamecube well the, the technology to market it and sell it to people was effective so yeah my i think the my my nest advantage was the best accessory i ever owned the nest advantage joystick uh, i don't know game genie's pretty incredible yeah, Game Genie was fun too. You had that, and I know Niles had that. I didn't. I didn't have it. You, you I must have borrowed it from someone, or we rented it for like a a, a month at a time. What's what was the shark? Well, there was well, there was someone called one called a Game Shark, right? That did the same thing. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't remember how that worked. But yeah, there, that was a thing. It it like was like an automatic debug mode for the game, and you could have like thirty lives, or you could have infinite health. Yeah. It it yeah. was basically like 
infinite toggle mode. You could toggle. You could have turbo, or you could have. Yeah, those those are fun. Alex, I'm walking outside here, and I'm getting starting to get bitten up by mosquitoes, and uh, I'm gonna need to end the call so that I can. Uh, Protect the. I can avoid. I, I. There's only so much that a shower can cleanse. <laughs> I guess to get my money's worth. But okay. Well, um, it's been. A... My call with you has been lovely. Thank you for. Thank you for. Uh, for having me on. This has been uh, delightful, and I'm. I'm hope you'll be a repeat guest. <laughs> I hope you'll host me again. I always feel in capable hands as long as I'm in charge of my um my 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 footing. Any time I can I can give you a quality guest experience, I'm I'm happy to. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for doing so. Um, it's been a pleasure. Yes, indeed. Have a nice night for me. I will. Goodbye. Bye.